Okay, good afternoon everyone. We continue in the Arches Chaim of the Rosh. We're up to Ois Zion. And here the Rosh um, leaves his normal way of expression because the items which the Rosh said we should distance ourselves from are Gaiva, Chanifus, Sheker, Chazav, Leitzanus, Rechilus, Kas, and now he says, "Sheyizoher mimichshal hanadarim." One should distance oneself from the pitfalls of nadarim. Why here does he use the word "michshal"? So, Rav Goldberg quotes Rav Chaim Knievsky's parish on Arches Chaim, namely the Hasam Archoisav and the Mekarachem Rav Yaman Zilber, that the reason why he, the Rush adds the word "michshal" is because nadarim are sometimes a mitzvah. But what we need to be careful about is to be zahir from the michshal of nadarim. That if you do make a nadar, you should see to it to mekayim the nadar. And the nadar should not be a michshal. Now another thing we have to think about is why does the rush juxtapose nadarim to oinoas habriois, whether the mamain or bedvarim, what's the connection between michshal and nadarim and tricking people or hurting people monetarily or with words. Nedarim, not fulfilling a nadar, is a chet ben adam lamakayim. Not fulfilling and insulting someone is ben adam What would the connection be between the uh, not fulfilling a nadar and oinoas habriyos? So, Rav Goldberg brings that uh, from the Rav Chaim Knias and Rav Yaman Zilber, that both of them, you're not doing an act biyadayim. It's just with words, either you're hurting your friend with money, or with uh, your mitzar him with words, and that's the connection between not fulfilling a neder and oinoas mamain, or oinoas dvarim. Now that's hard to understand because oinoas mamain is uh, could be an action where you sort of fooled him with with uh, in a monetary manner. Perhaps we could say that. It's to teach that not fulfilling a nether is a certain kind of deceit. It's a certain kind of dishonesty. You made a pledge, perhaps in uh, earshot of other people, and other people think, oh, you're a very generous, wealthy, or magnanimous individual, and you didn't keep it. So there's a certain dishonesty or trickery when it comes to uh, not fulfilling a nether. Now, Rav Goldberg brings an amazing Medrash Tanchuma in Parshas Vayishlach, a very frightening Medrash Tanchuma in Parshas Vayishlach, that Rav Yanai says, one who makes a nether and does not fulfill it, his bank account is suspect, is being investigated by Hashem. Ploini made a nether on this and this day. Look what happened. Yaakov Avinu made a nether. When he left, when he went to Aram Naharaim, he says, and Hashem visited punishment on Yaakov until he fulfilled his nether. So first, Esav took a very, very generous gift, Izim and Gemalim and Tiyashim. And when Yaakov didn't realize that it was a punishment for not fulfilling his nether, so the Malach attacked Yaakov. Vayivasar Yaakov levadoi, vayiovei That's the Samach Mem. And then Yaakov Avinu experienced Tzaraz Dina, when he was not Margish, that the, it was a punishment for his Chatoim. And then Rachel Imenu died, until Hashem says, 
How long will the tzaddik delay and not realize that he's being punished for not fulfilling an edar? I'm going to have to tell him. So God tells him explicitly, Hashem says to Yaakov, none of these stars happened only because you delayed fulfilling your nether. So we see a davar ayam Namely, we see something very frightening that all the tzars that Yaakov Inu experienced, whether from Esav or Dino or Misas Rachel, he could have saved himself from if he was Mekayim his nether immediately, but because he delayed fulfilling the nether, he was punished. Therefore we find that Chazah or Machmer not to be nichshal and avoy That's why before Rosh Hashanah, the Yom Adin, so we make sure we do hatars nadarim, and before Yom Kippur we have kol nidre because the, this we have to be very afraid of michshal nadarim. Just to con- conclude, what exactly? What are the ramifications of michshal nadarim? The uh, Rav Goldberg brings down a story in the Sefer Big Day Yesha in Ebena Ezra, Simulamid Beis, that when Rav Kiva Eger was in Pozna in Germany, he was asked about a certain halachic shaila regarding Dayanus, about something that happened in Poland, and he wasn't sure whether he should get involved or not. And this is what Rav Kiva Eger responded. He said, The truth is, I am unworthy that you sent me soliciting my opinion. Baruch Hashem le'amun Israel. There are many, many gedolim and go'inim in your own communities that the smallest of them is greater than I am. And I'm so busy. And I don't have the time. However, I was once in Bromberg at a simcha. And my friend, Rav Hirsch, asked me to respond and to get involved. And I I didn't answer. I was shoysik. But I'm worried maybe... I nodded my head ever so slightly to this rough, and that was construed as a an agreement to, in fact, get involved. And I was afraid that I committed myself, and therefore, Vikivegar says I am uh, compelled to, in fact, get involved in this case because I'm I'm concerned that perhaps my nodding and my uh, ha- my gesture and my uh, silence may be construed as agreeing to get involved, and therefore Rabbi Eger felt compelled to get involved in this particular uh, situation. Now, the uh, the rush continues, one should distance themselves from hurting Briyais, whether monetarily or Bidvarim. Again, what is worse? Is it worse to hurt somebody monetarily, or is it worse to hurt somebody with Devarim. So of Goldberg cites the Gemara Bamatzian and Chesam Beis Gadol Oynas Devarim Oynas Mamain. Because by Oynas Devarim it says Viaresa Melekecha, and by Oynas Mamain it does not. Rashi says because Oynas Devarim is something which only a person uh, in their heart knows about, others might not sense it. So, interestingly, Rav Goldberg cites the altar of Kelm, who says that the reason why Nedarim, which is Ben Adam Lamakim, and Oynas Habriyos, which is Ben Adam Lachaver, are juxtaposed, is to show that they are interrelated. Even the, that these two Chelke HaMitzvahs 
are connected to each other, and Ben Adam Lachaveroi is a ladder to climb up to Ben Adam Lamakoim. Like Chazal says, someone who's koifer b'tevasos chaveroi, the next day he'll be koifer b'tevasos shel hakadosh baruch hu. But Rav Goldberg says it could be understood in the, in the flip side that only someone who is careful bein adam lamakoim, namely from the darim, will eventually be careful not to hurt someone else's feeling, because hurting someone else's feeling really, at the root of it, is bein adam lamakoim, because only God knows whether you're trying to hurt somebody and what your kavana was. And that is why it says, Okay, let's Hashem, we'll pick it up next time in the um, other two comments of the Rosh, in Ois, Zion, and Ches. Wishing everybody an easy rest of the Tainus. Gemar Chasim Toiva, Bracha Vahat